Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to episode seven of Drinking in the Pen. I am your podcast host, Don Garcia, and today we're going to talk about the creative process. So we focused on several things from ways to stay present in your writing, ways to pitch yourself when you do get in the room. Um, I've kind of spanned the gamut on why getting personal really matters in your writing. So today I want to talk about just the process itself. Now, everybody has a different creative process, and I think honoring yours is really, really critical to the ongoing um, completion of your projects because, sadly, a lot of writers start projects and never finish them. So my goal is always to finish projects. Um, I give myself self-imposed deadlines, which seems to work. Now, that could also work because I work in... Uh, journalism and I'm very deadline oriented. So when someone does not give me a deadline and says, just get it done when you can, um, I set dates for myself and that's the benchmark to which I hold myself. So I check in with myself, make sure that I'm on track. And when I'm not, I hustle. So it doesn't always work for everybody, but it does for me. So first I'm going to start with um, two quotes that I think epitomize writing in and of itself. Anais Nin, who was an American, Cuban, French diarist and novelist, uh, wrote this quote that says, the role of a writer is not to say what we all can say, but what we are unable to say. And then Hemingway said, there is nothing to writing. All you do is sit down at a typewriter and bleed. Those two quotes really, really resonate with me. For one, Anais Nin is probably um, a writer that I adore and base so much of my style of writing um, on because she really inspired me with her diary. She has an entire series of diaries that start from, um, I believe, the 1930s and go on into the late 40s. And something about her openness and candidness and telling her truth really gets me. The quote about Hemingway is because I do feel like when you write, you are sort of releasing your soul. I mean, it's not easy, but it is, as I've said before, very cathartic. So I think that when you're sitting down to write, I'm going to just focus really strictly on film. Um, Television is slightly different, but I can tell you that when I have sat down to write things, I don't really worry too much about all the specifics when I start. I just start. So if I have an idea, I need to get it down. I just write it down. I typically email myself um, if it's just kind of in my head and I'm not at my laptop Uh, or I will create like a final draft page and um, write down my ideas there or email myself there so that there's always a a paper trail. So the other thing is um, I kind of already have a story in mind or an idea. And so I write out the idea as clear as I possibly can so that I have a better comprehension of who these people are, what they stand for, what the motivation of the story is, etc. So When I wrote my short film, Spiraling, it's a, I think now it's 23 pages, but it's a short film that focuses on a single topic, a conversation between two women. We get insight into their lives, but the most important part of that story is the context, and it is about a woman grappling with her life and the purpose of it. And I wanted to talk about that from the perspective of a mother. So when I sat down to write that, I was very fortunate Um, And sorry if you guys hear a lot of noise in the background. The gardeners are here at at a neighbor's house and (laughs) I can't stop it. But um, so when I wrote that, I sat down and I, I mean, from page one, I sat down and I wrote the whole thing in less than two hours. It just 
really poured out of me. I've since gone back and like refined it just a little bit, but the story itself hasn't really changed. And I think that taught me to maybe think less and write more. And so that's probably more something that works for me. I I would suggest, however, that when you are sitting down to write a screenplay, please know, again, I've stated the importance of formatting. It really is important to understand how you tell your story. So if you're just sitting down and you're writing a bunch of dialogue, you really better have strong thug lines and lines of action that help describe what's happening in that dialogue because that's really, really, really important. Um, Dialogue, while being a great dialogue writer is a gift, if you can be both a great dialogue writer and a great structural writer, then you'll be fine. Now, are there set rules? There, There are clear guidelines, but I don't believe that some of the rules totally apply. Recently, I was working with um, a friend of mine and he sent me a script by somebody else and they had written, it was for like a, something was going back and forth and they literally wrote cut, 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 cut after every single line that would drive a reader, a director, a producer, absolutely nuts. So do not do that. A trick is if you have scenes that need to be intercut, then you just say intercut scenes between this location and this location or this person and this person. And if you need help, go to Final Draft, go to the writer store, get some actual input. There are plenty of YouTube videos and, and resources out there that you can utilize. So when it comes to writing like a feature, I can, I'm going to use my present example that I'm working with um, Matt Dyson, my co-writer in the UK. So it's the first time I've written a feature with someone. I typically write all my projects alone. So the difference being... I finally found a writer who has the same twisted sense of humor, the same emotionality as I do. He is very much an empath like me, but we also have a dark side that comes out in our writing. And I think that that is why it works because what I lack, he makes up for. What he lacks, I make up for. And it's a really symbiotic writing relationship. And um, it's allowed us to have so much fun while we're creating this very twisted, uh, dark comedy. And so when writing this particular story, how we started was we both got the latest final draft. Well, not 12, I guess 12 was just released, but we both got final draft 11. The reason we did that is because you can write simultaneously. However, we haven't actually, we've only used it a few times. So what we do is we just talk out our characters. We talk out what we think the story is leading to. We talk about everything. Well, in the last couple months, we we knew exactly what the story was about and who it was about, but the characters and their backstories was something that we really needed to refine. And so we did through conversation and in our active script. We actually take notes in the active script where scenes need to be developed. We keep those in there. Sometimes we mark them with different colored text so that we're, you know, there's an indicator that this is something that we need to work on. We just send that back and forth so that there's a constant ongoing process of developing the script. Now we've already got, I think, 30 solid pages written, but we've completely figured out all of the scenes that are happening, every breakdown, every um, little nuanced factor of the story itself. And we finally got the end like down smack pack where we want it. And we're really happy with what's happening. So I think our creative process is probably unique to us. However, I would suggest that if you are writing with someone that you guys really need to be on the same page. You both need to be deadline oriented. You both need to have the same sense of urgency. You both need to be understanding when somebody can't do it that day or that week. 
life comes up. And as long as you're steadily making progress, that's the most important thing. And have open conversations about it so that um, no one feels like someone else is carrying the, the burden. Because for us, it's a very even um I guess weight of work like we I take I take a section one particular part that's a repeated theme he takes another section that's a repeated theme that happens after mine and so it's kind of nice because like we know okay I'm going to handle this section you handle this section and that's what we do and then we just trust each other and then we come back we reread it he's got notes I've got notes and we work them out and then we go on and like I said doesn't mean you're not going to hit bumps because you're definitely going to hit bumps because you're two creatives. But like any relationship, I think the writing one is even more um, critical because you really have to have um, understanding and patience and really be on the same page. It's a bad idea to to write with somebody who's got a completely opposite idea from you unless the person with the opposite idea has ideas that you really find intriguing and they find yours intriguing and then you find a middle ground. I think that's the most um, apropos way to actually get a screenplay developed and finished. So the other thing is I'm going to say when I am writing my own scripts, I really just sit down and write them. Sometimes the scenes are so incredibly alive in my head and I don't always understand that, but I know that when it, it comes down to it, I need to sit down and write. So I do tend to lean a little bit more towards drama or dramedy and I am taking a leap from that and writing a feature right now that's a a romantic comedy but I wanted to write or challenge myself I should say to write something that's family friendly that everybody can watch that would make adults um, laugh because it's not a campy story hopefully Um, but also like something that your teenagers could watch and like not feel like what is this crap? It's not, it's not, um, cheesy. It's not formulaic. It's just a a story based on an experience that I actually had, um, in Ireland. And so again, right where, you know, right. Obviously we, we fictionalize our versions and then various parts of our life come to life in different forms. And it's not true to the actual events per se, when we write something that's fiction, but it does come from somewhere that should be in a place of honesty. So, I'm going to just say that when you're, when you are writing a screenplay, be mindful of your story itself. Um, there's a lot of ways that writers can make excuses and procrastinate and that's kind of on you. Like there's nobody that can help you out of that, but you, you need to do the work and you need to figure out what your hesitation is and you got to work through it. Like, unfortunately there's no excuse. Life happens, trauma happens, you know, dead happens, uh, surprises happen, good, bad, indifferent things that we can't possibly control that are way beyond us are not a reason not to write. Like, actually, I think that those are reasons to sit down at your laptop or your notebook. If you go old school, like I do sometimes, um, and you really just have no excuses. You just need to write. And I would say that don't always try to write something just to make a point. Like write a story and let the story naturally evolve because when it's forced, it definitely appears forced. And I'm not saying that there's not a market for that, but if you can if you can really value the words that you allow to pour out from you please do don't be don't be dumb just for the sake of being dumb in terms of like utilizing dumbed down humor use humor that may need to be simplified but there's a difference between simplified humor and dumbed down humor the audience is smarter than you imagine um they're capable of understanding more than you give them credit for so 
you know, be bold, be big, be daring. So as, as far as like how to tell you how to be creative, I'm going to first say tap into that part of you that remembers what it was like to go outside and play when you were a kid. You didn't know that there were bills to pay. You didn't know that there were restrictions. You looked up at the sky. You saw things and pictures and beautiful, simplistic um, reminders that, um, you know, that life was was capable of being this magical place. And that really matters to what you're doing. So if you can apply that to when you're writing screenplays, that would be, that would be ideal. Um, and I would also suggest that when you're doing something like a screenplay, uh, do, do really educate yourself. Like I said, I've, I've given you access to go to the, the Writers Guild to look up different um, screenplays that are finished that might resemble those that you've, you want to write. But overall, the creative process is unique to you. I can only tell you that my creative process is I promise myself to write every day. And somehow that happens. I very rarely take a day off. I very rarely give my brain a day off unless I'm beating the same circle and I'm just going round and round and round and I'm not making any difference. If I'm not making any kind of dent in a project, I back away and I work on something else. Mind you, this is the beauty of having a magazine and writing for a film because I get to work with two different parts of my brain in two very different styles of writing and the magazines I work on each have their own different style. So it does kind of allow me to, um, to take a break and give myself a little mental clarity. So I would suggest maybe finding out what that means to you. Um, and if you can't write, then don't force it until you sit, unless you really feel like you, you're trying to break through something, then just sit down and simply write by hand. I have nothing to say. I have nothing to say. I have nothing to say. Write it until something comes out. It could be, I'm sick of writing. I have nothing to say. I'm sick of da da da. And you'll be amazed at how that can evolve into some actual story. And then that spark happens. Um, the other thing I want to add before I wrap this up is I cannot write without music. Sometimes um, it's classical and focused, um, like more ambient music that's more brain stem stimulating. But a lot of the time I actually just listen to music that puts me in the mood of the film that I'm writing. I do write all my things with a soundtrack in mind. So I think that helps me tell my story because I'm very clear on what kind of music I want, what kind of um, visuals the music helps convey, how that sets the tone and the mood. I also think a lot like a director in that I think of the color schematics of what I would want my film to look like. I think about the characters. I do think about what they look like. I do think about what they sound like. I do realize that all that can change if the right actor comes in and it's not at all what you imagine, but they're the perfect fit. Um, That happens too. So prepare yourself for that. Don't get too stuck on that. But when it comes down to it, try your best. No, not try. I hate that. I must say Yoda here. <laughs> there is no try. There was only do. I'm sure that's not exactly what he says. But, um, you know, we have to just sit down and do it. So if you're looking for a magical answer about what, how to be creative, I mean, if you're creative, you know you are. Trust it. I think that's the biggest thing is we tend to not trust ourselves a lot. But when you do, what comes out, it can be like just a remarkable piece of work. So trust that. And then, um, next week, I guess I can get into how to properly write down a script. 
I may actually read a page from my TV series and then a page from my feature adaptation, or I mean the um, short film, so that you can see the difference between how a film or how a TV show would line up versus a short film. Obviously, that's live action drama, but it does still apply. A short film is just a very condensed chapter of a book, basically, or a very condensed act. Um, but it should still stand on its own as a quality film. So I will go through that if you'd like. If you can just send me a message if that's something that you're interested in. That way you can hear it. And sometimes hearing it out loud really helps create a visual. So I guess I'm just plan on that for next week. But I hope you guys are having a really good day. Um, depending on wherever you are in the world, may you feel safe and heard. And, um, and if you don't write, write it out until you are heard, make sure that that story gets told in a, in a constructive way. And that's all I got for you guys today. So I hope this has helped and I encourage you to just find your own way and your own methodology. I'm here to bounce ideas off. I've said that many times. You can go to my website, dawngarcia.com, hit contact and ask me questions. I like helping people. I really do. And obviously I can't help you write your script, but I certainly can give you pointers if you have a few questions. So uh, by all means, go ahead and do that. If you want to reach me again, that's Don Garcia. You can also reach me on Instagram at dongarcia.com, dawngarcia.com, and, um, or Mary F and Sunshine Productions, whichever. But I hope to hear from all of you, or at least one of you. If you need something, that's what I'm here for. My job is to share what I've learned along the way. So this is episode seven of Drinking in the Pen. Thank you so much for your time and listening and be bold, be creative, be courageous with your words. And just remember that creativity is the thing that sparks the life inside of you. So don't be afraid of it. Just let it devour you. It'll make you a much happier person. All right. Have a good day. Thanks again. Don Garcia, Drinking in the Pen. Bye.